Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the live call-in show from this past Sunday night, December 3rd, 2023. Of course, Scotty G joins me and we take your calls over the next hour and we get some great calls talking about surprising the kids with a Disney cruise this coming Christmas morning. They're headed to Alaska on the Disney Wonder, but don't tell them if you see them down at Marathon Weekend because they're going to be there. Hopefully they don't listen to this show because, well, she called in, so I guess it's fair game. So we give ideas for surprising the family with that epic Christmas morning trip. We also get a call from Justin. Once he gets over his Seminoles not making the, the college football playoff, we talk about his awesome epic vacation just a couple of weeks ago over to Disneyland Paris. He gives us some tips for getting around Disney or uh, Paris as a whole. And then Disneyland Paris in particular, great advice there and thoughts I think we can all learn about. And uh, just getting us excited for Marathon Weekend for those folks that are going to be running out of Disneyland as well and talking Disney, a little shopping at Disney as well. So lots of fun talk on today's show. As always, our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. Check it out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online, especially during this busy holiday season. It's one extra click that really supports everything we do. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make all of our shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And you can support us for just $5 a month for all these shows. And you'll get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, December 3rd, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Sunday night to you or Thursday if you're checking out the replay here on the feed. Hope you had a great weekend and holy cow, we're in December. We are one month away for the Lizards, for all of us heading down to Walt Disney World to to start what is going to be a really uh, kind of unprecedented for many of us marathon weekend, bi-coastal marathon weekend this year. It's uh, it's coming around. I mean, this is going to be a quick month, and all of a sudden we're going to be getting those sneakers on and running a lot of miles and making lots of memories. So we could talk about that tonight. we got lots to talk about. We could talk about past celebrations like we talked about on Friday. I also have one more topic to bring to the table as well, but before we do that, Let's get my brother from another mother in here. We're talking a little football in the pre-show, but tonight we're talking Disney. So joining me today, your friend and mine up in Michigan, Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike. Um, happy to be here. It's crazy. It is. You talk about marathon weekend is actually three weeks until Christmas Eve. That just kind of blows my mind. When you said December 3rd, um, December 24th gets here pretty darn quick. So hope everyone's preparing and getting ready for their time with loved ones and you know all the holidays you know that are happening you know december's a busy month man it goes by so fast and then boom it's new year's i agree and i was just thinking about this because i'm just i've said this on the show for years i'm a terrible shopper my wife is the perfect shopper she always thinks of like the perfect thoughtful gift right she when you get a gift from my wife it's always something that is appreciated and it is something that that you know like i i needed that you know it's something that that fits 
and I'm the opposite. Like I just, I, 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 she says I'm not observant. I don't listen. And so this, I'm in panic mode. Once December sets in, all the commercials start hitting, you know, real hard. I start to get nervous. So I thought one of the topics we might talk about tonight is favorite kind of smaller shopping locations on property at Walt Disney World or Disneyland, but I'm more familiar with the ones at World. Like those stores that you like to go to, not World of Disney, because that's where you can lose a kid. And I've lost kids in World of Disney, especially before the refurb a few years back. But like, for example, one of my favorite places to shop at Walt Disney World, Coronado Springs, that store over there. I love that store for some reason. They got a lot of good merch that says Coronado Springs. It's got a wide variety of, uh, you know, just, uh, just good stuff. I mean, it doesn't seem like they have a lot of junk. They have a lot of good stuff, wide variety. I like shopping there. And it's just kind of a wide open store, but I thought we'd talk about that. I got to give the phone number so we can open up the phone lines. It is 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. You want to give us a call because we want to take your calls because we missed you last week because Paige, uh, basketball and all that stuff down at SLU. Tough loss, but we're not going to talk about that today. So the chat is like already like spammed like crazy. I've had to block four people already tonight. So Mike, if I'm not like engaged that much when the caller's online, it's because I'm trying to take care of that. Like it is just unbelievable what I've seen the first five minutes already tonight. Yeah, but I was on it too while I was talking there. I was, I was multitasking, talking, it's blocking, just, it's talking, distracting blocking. a little it bit. Is, yeah, it is. But so. speaking of those those stores, so yeah, I like the Coronado one. I think it needs to be bigger though because that how that resort has expanded so much, you know, with the tower. I think that store just needs a, l- a little bit more. Um, it's not quite like the Riviera, the Riviera shop, as much as I love it is so small. Um, but they got great artwork in there. So that's, that's going to be the one I'm talking about. Like, I love that shop because you can buy Disney art, um, and have it shipped to your home, which we've done a couple times. We have a couple pieces in the home from there and they have great Riviera DVC merchandise specifically, but it is so small. You know how small it is like during um, the early days of the pandemic, because of the social distancing, like you could only have like four people at a time in that shop because yeah. it's so small. That's <laughs> what I, that I really, one, that's one of my favorite ones to go to for sure. So I really don't understand that though, because Riviera was built, you know, like from the ground up as a tower. I mean, this is a massive hotel. I mean, this hotel is big. It's got a ton of rooms and you're not kidding that store. It's, it's like they found a closet to build the store. <laughs> I don't understand that one, you know, because like it's a revenue producing spot, you know, why not make that bigger? I I do not get that. The art thing. I mean, the, um, the art is what I love the most about it too, is just how you can just sit at this kiosk and customize it. Um, I, I believe they still do a pass holder discount. Um, they may not, they may have gotten rid of that, but one, one summer, Mike, they were doing 30% off for, DVC and pass holders. And I got 30% off the art, which was an unbelievable deal. Um, but yeah, I just, I just can't get, over, I can't get over. Like you, you almost said they want to like reconstruct that, right? Like if they could start over, but, but to your point, they, they, they had a clean plate and they, they still built the tiniest gift shop. Just don't understand it. Yeah. That's, that's one that just blows me away. So we're getting good feedback. Christy Woody in the live chat on Facebook says she loves gift shops at the contemporary and the boardwalk. I agree. The contemporary gift shop, love it. Because one thing is it's large. Is it LBV, I think is what it's called? The, the like one in the, uh, gifts, uh, maybe G, LBG? I always get it mixed up. I always call BBD or something. Wayne Vista Gifts, BVG. Yes. Here's the thing, though. 
it's got a like it's got like a mini confectionery in it, right? It's got like Rice Krispie treats and fudge and stuff like that. And it's big and it's got like nice uh, men's shirts and women's nice clothes and kids clothes. And it's got luggage. It's got homeware. It's got like a wide variety of stuff. I think you yeah, like that it's, shop too. It's it's one of my it's one of my favorites. Um, and I just love the the resort specific merchandise too. You can find a lot of great contemporary stuff in that store. Um, and which is something I go for. That's why, like, I think even if you on a day where you don't have a park ticket, I think resort hopping is such a cool thing to do because you can go through all these gift shops, right? And just like, oh, like I can get a pop century pin or something, and then I can go over to All Stars and get something over there. Like, I just love how. I mean, that was missing for a long time too. Like when in my early days of going to Walt Disney World, it was like you would find 2012 contemporary or not yes. even contemporary. It would just be like 2012 Walt Disney World next right. year, 2013 Walt Disney World. Now we're starting to get more resource specific stuff, which I just, I spend a lot of money on that stuff. <laughs> so that's what that that's, they're targeting me. I feel like they're targeting our audience when they do that. I agree. All right. We have a first call of the night. Hey, who's joining us? This is Vivian. Hey Vivian. How you doing? Thanks for calling in. Thanks. How can we help you? I'm doing fine. How can we I'm help you? I'm excited. What's going on? The um, charity named Give Kids the World. Yes. Is going to be online next week, I hear, on the 9th, I believe. So it's going to be online where? So we can make sure we know about that. So on December 9th, it's going to be where? Yeah, online everywhere. I, I'm sure you're going to see advertising for it in the coming week. I hope so. <laughs> but uh, do you know of the charity? So I'm unsure of this because one of the things is our contact that we had for years and years over at Give Kids the World, Stephen. He, he left Give Kids the World, right? He told us as we wrapped up our six-hour live show when we were down there in September, as soon as we uh -huh. wrapped, he said, I wasn't going to tell you before because I didn't want you to be sad while you guys were on the air. I didn't want to shock you. So as soon as we packed up our gear and we were heading to the car, he's like, by the way, this was my last official event at Give Kids the World. I'm out of here. I'm like, no, we've been working with you for six years, and, you know, and we've done such cool stuff, but oh, he, he's gosh. gone. Uh, but he, the thing is, he's got young children, and with Give Kids World, he did a lot of traveling around the country promoting the village, and he he just took a different oh. position where he could stay home with his kids, which I hundred percent, you know, you want to be home with your kids, and so yeah. he's and he's a great guy. Um, so we've I haven't heard as much because he used to send me lots of emails with stuff like this, but I have not heard. But what I'll do is, um, I'll get in contact, and Ricky has contacts over there, and find out what it is because obviously that's just in a few days, and see what we can do to find oh, out. Well, you on. know who I know of it from uh, a guy named Corey. Yeah. Corey's online a lot. Okay. You know him? I, I do know a Corey, yes. I think I mean not personally, but I, I'm online. I see him. Yeah. Well, um recently my friend um Kevin Sparrow online. Okay. Yeah, I know Kevin. I mean I've, I know of them from yeah, from the other shows. Oh, you know Kevin? I don't know them, but I, I've listened to other shows that Kevin oh. was on back in the day. Well, Kevin's recently gotten into trying to raise money for the organization also. 
Awesome. So he and I were thinking of coming down to visit somewhere around Christmas because, uh, you know, to see the place, I've never seen it. I, a- I heard of it. I've donated to it. I think it's the most wonderful thing in the world. And... Um, it's an amazing yeah, place. Totally yeah, if, if you can get over there for just an afternoon or a morning, it's a Scott can, he's been there with me too. It's an amazing place Do a three or four hour volunteer shift. They appreciate it. You get to I, see the families. It's a really cool place. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing that. It's special. Yeah. Well, hey, cool. we appreciate you giving us a holler and letting us know. And uh, thanks for calling in and you have a great ho- holiday season. Thank you. All right. Good talking uh, to you. You also. Thank and you. everyone out there. Absolutely. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's a great call. I love when somebody calls in to help us out with Give Kids World. That's awesome. For sure. So Jamie has a question here in the live chat. And again, the number you want to give us a call tonight, give us a ring. I mean, it, we're, we're therapy for Florida State fans. Apparently, Justin's in the chat, too. Uh, just uh, drowning his blues. I get it. Uh, 407-413-9395. Uh, we got our call here, so let's get this. Uh, but Jamie's asking about when your trip report for Alani is going to be. Luckily, part one hitting the feeds in a mere two hours. So part one too. So we we're like, oh, let's just talk about <laughs> it's long. Alani. I didn't even talk about like half of it. Like I just so I apologize for the rambling on, but I, I had a lot to say, a lot of <laughs> positive things to say, and I didn't even get to all of it. And I know we're going to talk about the rest of the island too in some future episodes. And I'll tell you, way. I'll tell you real quick. Call, hang on one sec. Adam, our buddy down in Alabama, he he went because he, he's in Alani right now. And this was a couple days before he was leaving. This was a couple nights ago, he he went and watched it on YouTube because he was getting ready. He was getting on the plane the next morning to go to Alani, oh, and he went. Funny. He seeked it out on on YouTube and watched it. And he's like, it was awesome. He's like, I'm so jazzed to go to Alani right now. So, uh, I mean, that was my goal, right? I was just trying to be a salesman. No, I'm just no. <laughs> so people um, are jazzed it, about it. It's Hawaii. a beautiful place, Jamie. Uh, yeah, definitely listen to Monday's episode, or if you're listening to this on the feed, anyone like uh, you may have already heard it. Um, but yeah, can't wait to record a uh, part two, and hopefully, I didn't ramble on too much there. But it was, it was, a, it was a fun episode. It was it was a lot of fun. All right, caller, best, thanks for the best vacations of all time. So. <laughs> I was so jealous the whole show. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. Hey, Scott. It's Jody. Oh, well, hang on. Hey, <laughs> We're breaking up here. I think we have an Ohio State fan on this on the line. I've got to go. <laughs> I, I promise you, Mike, I'm going to behave. I'm not going to talk about Ohio State. I promise you. Although, Landon would want me to. I'm just going to. He's in the shower right now, so he's not up here. So you're lucky. <laughs> oh, my God. He's the biggest smack talker of all time. That'd be the worst. <laughs> he is. He is. So he's, he's in the shower, which is why I'm calling. Thank you. I need your help. Okay. Um, Scotty knows this, and actually, Mike, you know this because you booked the trip for us. Um, we are heading to Alaska this coming summer on a Disney cruise. And what we like to do at Christmas time is surprise our kids with our summer trip and give them clues. So I need help. What clues should I give them that I wrap up to let them know we're going to Alaska on a Disney cruise this year? What uh, ideas do you have? I was just saying how terrible I am. I'm the world's worst gift giver. and cre- <laughs> I'm so not creative. I wish I was creative because I'd do something like a guidebook. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I'm trying to think of like cold weather stuff. Like, can you get them some boots or, or something? Like, I don't know. Or like some yeah. gloves. 
Um, That's it. I was, just, I was thinking about just some gloves or some earmuffs or something. And mm-hmm. I got them. With, this is so silly. I got them a pack of um, of salmon, like Alaska salmon. <laughs> like, you know, the stuff that's in the, like the tuna that's in the pack. It's not, you know, real fresh salmon. That would be gross to pack up. But um, I, I, I got a package of that. But I'm just looking for some, some things to, like, give them little clues without them exactly knowing so I'm, I'm hoping the chat comes through or something comes through with some really good yeah, ideas. Not, the chat is definitely coming through for you, Joey. Yeah, by the way, we have a Mizzou fan coming through for you right now. Lives in Columbia, Missouri, by the way. One of my great other guests over at the Magic for Less, Stuffed Whale. That'd be awesome. This is a boom. Because oh, they'd be idea. like, what? Because your kids are the perfect age. They'd come down Christmas morning. I could just hear your kids. Why is there a stuffed whale under the Christmas tree? You know, like it'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. Oh yeah, by the way, we're that going to Alaska. Awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. A stuffed whale is great. I'm gonna have to look for a, a big whale. Yeah, okay. Now right that now. now now where do you find a big stuffed whale? There's your there's your question. We well, got here. Here's what you do. <laughs> you go to the BOGP site and you click on the Amazon link and then you yes. go to Amazon you look for a gigantic stuffed whale. See, how do you like that, Mike? I'm helping you out. I there. appreciate that. I appreciate that. that is that's gonna be a logistical nightmare trying to hide a I, stuffed whale. But <laughs> I like the plush moose answer too. I, I think that's a really good one. All these are actually really good. Yeah. We got Columbia. We we got Columbia moose, luckily because um I worked at a summer camp and um Lindsay now works at that same summer camp. So we and their mascot is a moose, so we've got plenty of moose. So that one I've got covered, but the whale is a good a good call too. I thought about maybe ice. I mean, it's not going to be you know special ice that uh, Jared makes, but I I do have some ice in my house that I could you know I thought that would be kind of funny. Like you know, I, at first I thought shaved ice, but then I thought Lindsay would immediately think Awani. Yeah, not, you don't want to not Alaska. Yeah, because yeah, they you might. Trick them. What if they're disappointed, right? Oh man, we're going to Alaska, not Hawaii. Oh boo! <laughs> and they're like, no, you're going to Alaska on a cruise. What are you? You're, you want grateful kids? <laughs> I'm exactly, sure Jared could exactly. hook it up with the ice, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, well, I, like, I, I like this I, idea. I, though. I like the idea of like themes to... Um... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Scott. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I was I was just kind of recapping, so go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm 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 excited, and um, I I'm definitely going to look for some suggestions and ideas. And if anybody has any tips they want to share with us, I'm all here for it because this is just a different cruise. I mean, DCL is amazing. I've got on my DCL shirt right now. As you guys know, we uh, we love DCL, but um, I I I feel like Alaska is going to be a whole nother ball game. So. I will say this because I, I, I have not done Alaska yet because my wife was, and I'm the, again, I am so set in my ways and I know it's a serious character flaw of me. This is just me, right? This I am. I mean, I'm just, that's me. Cause I didn't go to Disneyland for 15 years because I thought, well, Disney world's got everything I need. I don't need to go anywhere else. Like it's good. I, I'm a Disney fan. It's got everything. It's got all the theme parks, got all the train. It's got everything. I went to Disneyland. I love Disneyland. Like I am so in love with Disneyland, like for Mer- for this year for the races, like I'm excited to go to Walt Disney World, but I keep telling myself I just got to survive the 48.6 miles down there, and then I get to go swing by St. Louis for a few days, and then go out to Disneyland and have so much fun. You know, what I'm saying like I got to run a half marathon to 10k out there, but man, I get to go to Disneyland. Like I'm pumped and jazzed for that. So 
the thing is, like, I've never done a, a, a an Alaska cruise, but every person and Mike Bankhead's in the in the chat. I think I know he's done one. I think he's done it twice actually. And every person comes back from an Alaska cruise just says it was unreal and it was amazing. Like everybody raves about it. There's nobody that comes back and says, "Oh man, it was cold and I didn't like it because it wasn't tropical." Everybody loves it. I mean, to to a person. So. I guess that's well, I, not I'm an excited. issue. Dennis has been really helpful. You know, one of Dennis, one of the listeners and one of fellow lizard, um, he's given me some great tips and everybody's just great. I, I love our community and I can't, I can't wait to see everybody marathon weekend, but it's going to be a little different for us this time because the kids will be with us. So uh-uh. I mean, I mean, I love my kids, but I'll be a little bit I'm my kid too, every time. Disneyland, <laughs> excited to see you all in Disneyland too. <laughs> So you're making the kids uh, get up and go to the race. So you're, are you doing dopey? I forget you are, right? No, I'm just doing goofy this year. Just you're only you slacker. You're only doing 39 miles. Um, no, that's so bad. I know. <laughs> so are you going to make the kids get up and go out on the course at five in the morning or catch a bus at, you know, three? Um, Tell me well, you are. Tim's in charge of them for the marathon day, so we'll see exactly what happens. But if they do not meet me in Epcot with a margarita, then everyone is going to get um, coal in their stocking for the next 10 years in a row because I have yet to finish a marathon at Walt Disney World with a beverage. So this is my goal in life this year. Um, so if my, my husband and children do not actually complete this task, then everyone's going to be in big trouble. <laughs> so point. what happened last year? Cause like, so Carrie and Holly always have team margarita set up. You must've somehow not seen them. Cause they're, they just give a margarita to everyone basically not to like, not to put it out there. So everyone's like asking them for one, but they basically take care of all the lizards um, with margaritas. So we got, there, we got there before they were there. Gotcha. Yeah, I've only finished one time without a margarita, and it was one. It was it was my year that I ran my fastest, and I got there before the margarita stand opened. Big mistake. But we weren't trying. We were not trying to go fast. We just apparently beat them to when they were there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> no, this was one year I was really trying to. I was hauling. Like it, there was one year that I was actually pretty quick, and I don't know because like I was really one year, and I got I went through there at like ten, and I was like, dude. It, Cause I was going to wait and I'm like, I'm not going to wait here for like, you know, 45 minutes for that stand to open. Like, I, you know, I want to finish. So I was like, dude, this is going to end my streak. So I, I trust me. I don't have that problem anymore. I'll, I'll be on the, you know, the second shift of the cast members this time, probably about the Margarita stand, but it'll be fine. It'll all be good. It works itself out. I just hope I get one. It's all yeah. about meddling and fun. That's all that matters. Exactly. I'm all about the fun. So. You know what, though? I cannot wait to see you guys in 30 plus days, both coasts, uh, both in Florida and California. It's going to be so much fun. Can't wait to give you a big hug and see all the lizards. And um, it's going to be awesome. It so is. Looking and forward to it. You know, we're probably going to do a show about just kind of getting ready for all the races and the weekends and stuff with Mike Bankhead. I've been emailing him. It's probably going to be one of the next few weeks um, where I can call in and kind of rally together. So be ready for that. Also, one other thing, Deanna has a great idea. Snowcap candies. Because you're like, what's that all about? You know, oh, there you go. It kind of look like a little glacier. That's a great idea. That's easy. I mean, that's way easier than a stuffed whale. But I, I, I we <laughs> got to see a stuffed whale under your tree. I need a picture. Like, seriously, because that's a challenge. Because that would that mess up the kids. See, that'd be something like, I just got to see it. Like, they come down, there's like, why, why is there a whale under the tree? Like, that. that's why you have kids. That would kids. be hilarious. 
year that we went on the one, well, we were supposed to go on the wonder, then it got, it got canceled because of COVID. But the year that um, we were supposed to go on the wonder, we put a pack of wonder bread in the box and the kids had never seen wonder bread before. Cause we don't, we don't eat white bread. So they were totally confused. Like, why, what is this? Like a pack of white bread, wonder bread. Like what is, they could not figure it out at all. It's hilarious. And that was, it took them a long time to figure out like wonder, wonder bread, wonder ship. It was, it was pretty funny. So, okay. um, but I love the snow caps. That, that's a great, that's a great one. I think I'll have to go pick up some. My head is still spinning that you guys don't eat wonder bread. You know how many loaves of wonder bread I've had in my life? Probably a thousand. <laughs> Yeah. Just one of those things like you know, Wonder Wonder Dave, Bread, SpaghettiOs. Totally organic bread. It's, oh. it's the best. <laughs> I mean, I live on Taco Bell, <laughs> Anyway, too. I know you've got other callers. I'm going to let you guys go. Can't <laughs> wait to see you both um, and all the other friends and lizards and everybody. So um, and it, it's going to be awesome. And I'm on the countdown. January, here we come. Yeah, that's right. Tick, tick, tick. All right, we'll see you soon. Tell the family we said hello in M-I-Z. All right, see you. I'm sorry. See you later. Bye. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they. I, I seriously stuffed whale under that tree. Has to be. Or, or like a moose. Like some kind of big animal like, that'll just like freak it. the like kids it. out. Yeah, I like, like all the moose. suggestions. Really what about good. all this of is... them? What about like a menagerie yeah. of stuffed animals like that they could encounter like an elk? Yeah, I know. How, I love it. How about what Michelle says here in the live chat? She's tuned in on YouTube. When they did Alaska in 2011, they did a steak barbecue on the top deck. Oh. When they went through the passage, man, how cool would that be, man? That is awesome. awesome. Sign me up. Because you know, on the on the Alaskan cruise, they have those like Minnie and Mickey have like those cute outfits where they have a coat and like scarf on it. It'd be awesome if they made a plush of that. They probably sell it on the ship, but so it'd be really hard to get before it. That'd be a really cool thing to have too, though. Yeah, maybe that might actually really that would really give it away though. There wouldn't be like any clues. That would that's true. once you go through all the clues and then you hand them that basically. Yeah, that. yeah, you gotta have like, yeah. That's that that'd probably be like your reveal right at the end. Yeah, you know, like that's the but you got to mess with them first. You got to keep it super vague, super vague. So they're like, we only did something like that once. It was for Emily's birthday. We um we wrapped up like Christmas lights in a box. Cause we had never seen Osborne lights. And that was like our way of saying, Hey, we're going to Walt Disney world in two days and we're going to see the, the Osborne lights. Uh, that was the only time we really did anything like that. We've never done a surprise thing like that. I'm just terrible at keeping secrets. I, Cause we, it, I, you know, we, we do these trip reports every Monday. Right. And I've had probably a hundred different guests who've come on the shows over the years that have done that. Right. That have said, okay, today's show, we're going to talk about, we surprised my kid, you know, like they went to school. It was a Tuesday. And little did they know when they got on the bus, as soon as they got on the bus, I went in their bedroom, packed their suitcase. And then at lunchtime, I went to the school, picked them up in the car, suitcase in the car, got them. We're going to Walt Disney World. I'm like, I could not keep that secret. Like, I just, I like, I mean, it would, the payoff would be worth it. But I just, yeah. I love talking about it so much in the days leading up. Like, oh, you know, and just like we did tonight. Like, I was like, Scott, dude, in a month, we're going to be at Walt Disney World. As soon as we connected on the phone, like, you know, a month from now, we'll be down there. Like, we'll be going to Olivia's. We'll be doing this. We'll be getting ready to race. We'll be, you know, you'll have been there for three days already. You know, it's that kind of conversations. Like, I just, I, I, I guess it just takes discipline. I don't have it. Yeah. We, we like the surprises, but a lot of times, though, the surprise is the next day after we book it. So those are really That's easy true. to keep for us. That's true. So, yeah. And Jennifer here in the West Plex here in uh, St. Charles says, uh, Alaska Cruise is the most memorable. Hope you get to see Calvin. Calving, I guess. 
Uh, I guess that's maybe babies being born with whales or something. I'm using context. I have no idea. There may be non-dates uh, or non-date uh, Alaska clearance items at Character Warehouse while you're down there marathon weekend. Okay. Yes, you can go there if you want. Uh, I'm not going to Character can I, Warehouse. So can I ask you a cruise question, Mike, or do we have a call? No, go ahead. We don't have a call. So um, the, the amount doesn't matter. You're being gifted this. Um, are you doing an Alaskan cruise? Are you doing a Norwegian cruise or a Mediterranean cruise? Hmm. Well, right now it's a simple solution because I don't have a passport. So I'm doing Alaska. Okay. You have a passport. You have a passport. <laughs> <laughs> I need one anyway. Cause that's out of Vancouver. Uh, oh, yeah. man, the Norwegian fjords looks awesome. But that so, would be my pick. That would be my pick. That honestly. does look pretty. That one looks like scenic wise. It looks amazing. Cause like yeah, I'm really into like geothermal features, you know, and seeing stuff like that. Cause I've been to Yellowstone. I've seen like that kind of stuff. Uh, but man, med cruises, holy cow, the history of those places you stop at. I know. I, love I like all three of those a lot. God, it's a tough question, man. That's a Sophie show. So you would do the fjords? I think I would. I think I would. I mean, eventually I want to do all three of those cruises at some point. Um, and it might not, that might not be the first one we do out of those three, but, uh, you know, I just, we, cause you always talk about like, you like the Caribbean cruises. I love them too. And like, you forget sometimes like there's so many great other options for cruising. And like, mm -hmm. I just want to explore all these places. Um, Mediterranean will probably be like the, the next one we do. Um, but man, there's just so many great places <laughs> that you can go to. And I think cruising is the best way to do it in a way, because I don't, I think you and I talked about this, just like having like, not having to really like pack your stuff, right? You can see a lot of things and not have to worry about like packing your bags from hotel to hotel, things like that. Um, your hotel moves with you essentially with the, with the cruise. So I like exploring. I like the idea of exploring that way. And then maybe like for, this is how I'm thinking for Mediterranean. We do that for our first time to Europe. We do the cruise. And then maybe we find a place that we really like, and then we actually go and visit that place on another trip. That's um, a great so that idea. We don't have to hop around, you know. It's like the Whitman, Whitman sampler, right? You get yeah, to go exactly. there, get a, little, yep. get a little taste, and be like, oh, "I like that. I'm going to go there for a full stay." Uh, that's that's a great way to look at things. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, we are going to get passports as a family this coming year. That's one of the things we talked about. So that will yes. kind of open things up to us. I mean, I'm 50 now. I, I I'm getting, I'm growing get up. Get this man a passport. He's 50. <laughs> I'm growing up here. I'm going to get a passport one of these days and going to see the world. No, but I do want to see that stuff. I mean, you guys, I'm a huge, I mean, I know this is a joke, but I'm a huge love boat fan. And like, I watched the love boat episodes where they, where they, you know, sail the med. And I'm always like, man, that'd be so cool. I mean, except for like all the crazy stuff that happens when they're in Egypt. I don't want to end up in a tomb. All right. Uh, who's joining us? Thanks for calling in. Uh, hey guys, this is Justin from North Carolina. Hey Justin, what's going on? Uh, not too much. Just finished eating dinner. Actually, uh, Taco Bell. Um, hey, so, hang on. Um, uh, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been a rough day. My, my, my nose are, you know, not, not to get too much more in the college football talk, but the, uh, kind of got the, uh, you know, disappointing news of today. Um, I, I think I'm over it now, but it's, uh, it was hard this morning, but you know, we, you know, we got the Orange Bowl. We get Georgia, but uh, 
Yeah. No, no, I, that's I, been my day. Uh, Justin, I'm with you. I, I I mean, you know I'm a Bama fan, so you know I'm, you know, but yeah. it, there's no reason a 13-0 team shouldn't be in. I'm with you. I, I totally 100% I'm with you. But let's 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 yeah, talk something yeah. else to hopefully get your mind off it because I, I know Justin, you were at Disneyland Paris, right? Maybe we should talk about Disneyland yes. Paris because I'm very intrigued. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's what I was uh, kind of calling to, to discuss something. You know, a much a much nicer topic. You know, last week when when things when there was still hope there. So uh, yeah, uh, great trip. We went. To, we did uh, five days in Paris and then two days in uh, Disneyland Paris. So, um, and uh, we were there for Thanksgiving and. Um, Disneyland, you know, like first of all, Paris itself—that was an amazing trip. I mean, we we we, we kind of ran ourselves ragged. We tried to do every single thing. There was a couple of things we didn't get to, but uh, we—I mean, we hit a lot of the major things. We went to Louvre, we went to Versailles, we went to the Eiffel Tower. We—I mean, we, we we tried to do as much as we could, and uh, it was just—it was amazing. It was a definitely an amazing trip. So, um, uh, my 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 rule with going to the Disney uh, places overseas is it's like i can't just go to disney good idea i have to go somewhere else so you know like i don't want to like you know like don't get me wrong huge disney fan i you know i I go to disney several times a year here i'm born and raised in in, in orlando area but my rule is always like if i'm going to go overseas you know i i I have to go somewhere other than just disney so that that's kind of the rule so that's you know my my wife and daughter are disney fans by 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 me so (laughs) It's kind of the same thing with them. So, but, so, so first five days of Paris were great. Yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, but let me just ask you real quick. Was there something in Paris besides the obvious that you would recommend that folks maybe check out if they go to Disneyland Paris? Because you mentioned like the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, stuff like that. But was there something that's kind of off the beaten path that folks might not know about that you'd recommend? Um, that's a hard one. Like I said, first time ever there. So we kind of hit like the greatest hits. I have to say that the two things, my, my, my favorite thing there was the Sacre Coeur. That was amazing. Um, just the, just kind of the feel, the vibe. I mean, I, I think most people have heard of that, but that, that was really cool. And, and, you know, although the weather wasn't great for the majority of the time we were there, when we went out to Versailles, that was just, just the, the history of, of walking through Versailles. And it was just like, you know, kings and queens and, you know, Marie Antoinette. And this is right. where the French Revolution, I mean, Stuff like that. It, it very, it's very much reminiscent of going out to Disneyland, you know, with, with the history out there. So, so those were my two kind of like things. Like, I thought were, were great. Again, not not off the beaten path, but um, I, I would say, I guess off the beaten path is you know do some research and find like a, a really cool neighborhood. The place we stayed, we were in. Um, I won't get too far deep into it, but in Paris, the different neighborhoods are called arrondissements. Try to pick a, a one of those that have like a lot of stuff to do. We picked a. We were on a really awesome street, so we would walk right out, and there were, you know, boulangeries and patisseries and food uh-huh. just everywhere. And you know, like we didn't have a we didn't have a bad meal where we went, and we could just like walk down, and you know, we wouldn't even need to leave our place. Like there were so many things there. So um, I think that's really the thing to look for. Is just you know, like I I think you know, a lot of people think, oh, I'll stay near the Eiffel Tower, but you know, near the Eiffel Tower, there's not a whole lot of stuff to do other than that. So, and and the 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 metro station in Paris is pretty easy to use. Now, I lived in New York City for 11 years, so that that I feel that helped. But it's a pretty easy metro system to, to to figure out, and you can just go anywhere. So, find a really cool 
neighborhood that has just a lot of fun, like let's just a lot of stuff to do and then make that your home base and then go from there. Good tip. So you had to have been hearing like the impressions, the France, like a uh, soundtrack in your head the whole time. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, like everywhere you went, well, you just had here, do, do, do. I'd have been like, Oh my God, this is like real life. Well, when we were, when we, yeah, when we were driving, it was funny enough because we took the, we took the metro station from, we were really lucky because where we stayed, um, we were just steps away from, from, from what I understand, this is what they say, is the largest metro station in the world. So all we had to do was get on one train, you know, and, and that would take us out to Disney. Because Disneyland Paris, right, is not, like, is not necessarily in Paris, much like how Disney World isn't in Orlando. Um, Disneyland Paris isn't in, you know, the heart of, heart of Paris. So it's about a 45-minute train ride you know, from, from, you know, the middle of Paris, which it's, it's not a bad ride, but I remember we were walking, you know, our luggage and I, I'm a notorious overpacker, you know, so we're walking these, these big bags, you know, here come the, you know, my wife, myself and my daughter with these, with these big bags, here come the Americans with their, all their luggage. And there was this guy on this bike and the bike had to been from, from, from the eighties. And that's, that's exactly what I thought of. You know, I was like, that's, that's the guy. I know that's the guy from the movie. It's gotta be him. So it's a sign we're going, we're, we, we picked the right day to go. So fantastic. I'd have totally had to get a picture with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, if I didn't have my hands full with all this luggage, you know, like I, I would have, but it was just like, I, and I said, this is it. The next time we go overseas, we are not bringing all this. I was way too much overpacking. So. Oh my gosh. So, so real quick though, oh, no. give us some tips for Disneyland Paris for those folks that are, you know, domestic parks folks. What, what would you say? So it, it's interesting, right? Cause like that was my big thing. I, I do a ton of research and, and stuff like that. And, um, you know, we ended up staying at the Sequoia. We stayed on property. I don't know that I, I would suggest staying on property there. Now, that being said, um, the Disneyland hotel, which is supposed to open up next uh, month, I think I would stay there because that, that thing they're, they're doing a massive overhaul and it's literally to get into Disneyland, you have to cross underneath the Disneyland hotel. So I, you know, I would maybe change my tune if I were staying there. The Sequoia Lodge was nice. I mean, obviously just by the name of it, you can think Wilderness Lodge, but um, it was extremely, extremely dated. That was like my, my, my two my, my two kind of like everything, everything was awesome. Everything was, it was such a great trip. But the two things that were kind of the, 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 the negatives were the, the, um, the Sequoia Lodge was very dated. Um, it literally looked like it, what it looked like from when it um, first opened. Um, so there's that. Um, so I think, I think I would try to, you know, if I'm trying to save some money and stuff like that. Now I wouldn't stay in Paris and take the train there like i would stay near um the park but I, I don't i don't know that staying on property there is quite the same unless like i said you can stay at the disneyland hotel and i'm not i don't think that's a, a necessarily a cheap place to stay but then again we all know that there's not a whole lot of stuff that's you know yes yeah, so that, that would be my <laughs> you know thing. just you know maybe if you can get into disneyland hotel that that to me i think that's the way to go so sounds good scott you have any um, questions the other yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no I, no, I want to hear Justin's next comment here. I would say the other thing, and, you know, I, we ate, uh, we had Thanksgiving dinner at, um, I'm drawing the name of the, blank on the name of the place. It's the Aladdin, uh, Agrabah's Cafe. 
and it's an all-you-can-eat menu, um, very similar to kind of like something you would have at like a Sanaa or um, even like a Boma type. Um, I, we weren't a fan of the food. A lot of the food, you know, I, I was I was surprised. You know, we just had we were just spent five days in Paris where the food was amazing, and maybe that's part of the problem, right? You spend five days in Paris and the mm-hmm. food, one of the food capitals of the world, and you come here and it's like, and I and I usually love Disney food. It's just I was a little disappointed by the food. Um, it just, it, it wasn't quite the same type quality, I guess, that you get in, in the domestic parks. Um, uh, so uh, I would say, you know, funnily enough, the best things we ate there, Earl of Sandwich. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so See that? I was, that's my style. Yeah, I, that, that, yeah, I love the Earl. <laughs> guess that's where Thanksgiving dinner yeah, should have been. It huh? was, it was pretty, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was crazy. I was like, oh, we should have, we should have just been there. Um, um, either than those two things, I mean, it was just, it was kind of a surreal experience. I mean, I, I think it was the coldest I've ever been in a, in a uh, Disney park. And it wasn't, it wasn't super cold, but like, you know, I, we were in, you know, jackets and hats and stuff like that. Um, uh, the fireworks were, were really cool. They were different. Not, not they're not ahead. The, the fireworks, aren't heavy fireworks. There are a lot of projection shows and um, we were a little, we were a little sad because they weren't doing the, they do a lot of the drone shows. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They did that. that Dang. Yeah. Those drones are cool. I've seen pictures um, of those. Was there an attraction that kind of blew you away or exceeded your expectations at all that we might not have like in the States? So yes, the, uh, their version of Thunder Mountain. I loved it. We went on that twice. Uh, it was it was great, and I love their version, the the paid um, or preferred pass. It's pricey, but you pay one fee, and you can go on. You can go on any. You can just like basically go. It's kind of very much how you you know how it works Universal. at Universal. Very similar. You just pay the one fee. It's I think it's like eighty euro a day, um, and you just you get to walk on every ride. You know once. Um, so it, it's, you know, it, it costs simpler. money, which that, that's not always great, but it's easy. Yeah. And it, it, you know, you don't have to try to figure it out. Um, but yeah, the, their version of Thunder Mountain loved it. I, you know, even my daughter who she used to love thrill rides, she doesn't love them so much anymore. We went on that twice, hyperspace mountain and awesome. And the one ride they have there that they don't have anywhere else is the crush coaster over in the studios. It's, you know, based on the, the finding Nemo. We love that. It, that that was such a cool um, uh, little coaster. Um, so th- those were kind of our three, three, you know, things that we that we really loved. Um, and there's Thunder you know, Mountain. We did the is, Avengers stuff there. There's Thunder Mountains on an island, ahead, if Scott. I recall, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a completely it's it. it I'm trying to think. It, it kind of puts you in the mind of it, it's just more intense. But yeah, it's 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 a much more intense you know, ride, um, but just fun, same, same fun energy, but just a little more, more intense. Um, you know, their version of, uh, uh, Haunted Mansion, the Phantom Manor. That's great. We love that. You know, we, we were, we would have tried to get on that again. Um, there's just, we were there for essentially a day and a half and I don't think you need more than a couple days there. We probably could have spent another day there to, to hit everything and then got, got on the, a couple of extra rides we wanted to do um, again, um, but we got to do some of the Avengers stuff out there. That that we, I haven't been to Disneyland since uh, the Avengers stuff there, and so we got the Spider-Man ride, which was was cool. But I'm pretty sure it's the same thing at 
uh, at Disneyland. Um, they have a uh, an Iron Man theme ride that's essentially the same ride as a uh, rock and roller coaster. Nice. Um, so that was fun. And I'm trying to think. Um, they had their ver- They had a little uh, version of uh, food and wine. They had like a little Winterfest thing over in um, by the Remy's um, restaurant. You know, we we did ride Remy's. Uh, it's the same exact ride. I couldn't see uh, a difference. Um, may- maybe it's a little longer, um, but we didn't get the smells like we did uh, here at, at Epcot. But but I do find sometimes at Epcot the smells are stronger than others. So I don't know if it was just one of those situations where. Um, it just wasn't as strong, but, um, but yeah, other than that, like I, you know, I, I know, you know, we, they, they had, they had a little, it was during the Christmas time and I, man, they were, they played killer Christmas music on main street. Like it was just some, you know, they, they, they were really pushing some really good Christmas songs out there. So I, I actually, I actually that, use, that yeah, I actually use their, uh, their background, their main street background loop for background music for our show in the Christmas season. It's the main, it's the Disneyland Paris background loop. Cause it's so good. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 That's the first thing I said. I'm like, they go hard with these <laughs> Christmas good. carols here. I mean, I, I'm impressed. I like them. So, you will hear it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, so, um, but yeah, great time. It was definitely, definitely different energy, but um, fun. You know, I, I, it, you know, they're, you know, the language area, that, that wasn't an issue at all. You know, most people are, you know, pretty nice. And like I was saying earlier, I, I had every intents and purposes of this. Like I was, I knew I was like, I'm going to leave here broke. I'm going to buy so many things. And I didn't, you know, um, one, there was a lot of hoodies and I, I can't buy any more hoodies. I have a bunch of hoodies and, you know, North Carolina gets cold, but I don't, I don't need 10 hoodies. Like, you know, so, yep. um, uh, and also I, you know, like the sizing, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bigger, you know, I mean, I, I get my runs in, but you know, like, you know, sizing was, you know, a, a little off for me. I just, but I didn't see anything I love, but you know, two, I think I'm starting to get to a point to where, uh, with buying stuff at Disney, I mean, I go so much, like, do, do I, do I need that? That, you know, Justin, that that, wear one month. that's a great topic because I'm there. Like I used to buy so much merch and I haven't bought anything right. at Walt Disney world probably in a couple of years other than like, I'll buy one thing at like an expo for a race. Like I'll buy a jacket or something, but I used to buy something like every trip. And now I'm just like, I don't feel like the urgency because I, and I don't go really that much. I go a few times a year, but I used to buy something like every trip, you know, or like two or three things every Same. trip. And I've, I don't know. One, because my wife gets on me, right? Because when you said that about the hoodie thing, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, here I'm wearing a new hoodie that I just got for my yeah. birthday last week. But like, I have so many yeah. hoodies in my closet, like, you know, Disney ones too, because I get one every marathon weekend, you know, race one, and then you get all the shirts and all. You're exactly right, though. It, it, it's, it's kind of a funny topic that how your merchandise purchasing kind of changes over the years. That's great. Kind of. I like yeah, that. No, I, about that. You know, yeah, that that's what it was. It's like I'm gonna bring something, and I did. I I wanted to find a shirt, you know, that was. But I'm 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 very picky now with stuff. Just to that, like to that point, I, I don't need to bring any more home. And I I almost forgot. And I don't know how this went away. Slept my mind. But my f- absolute favorite thing there, favorite favorite thing there is the dragon under the castle. I've heard that. That was the uh, is so cool. Like it it really was. Like and that's what I wanted to buy. Actually, I went online and I found something because they sell. You know they sell merch for like their different things. They had 
you know, you know, the only thing they had for the dragon were like the little lounge flies. And, you know, I'm a 49 year old, you know, man, that, that you know, I'm not buying a lounge fly, but, um, uh, yeah, that was my favorite thing. I, you know, I don't know how I almost forgot about that, but, um, yeah, that, that is such a cool thing. I, you know, and it, and it you know, I, cause I, you know, my daughter was like, oh, they should bring that to the States. And I'm like, no, it's kind of cool that you have to come here to see that because it's such a unique thing to that castle. They should do more of that. It should just be in one place and you got to go see it. Like it doesn't have to be everywhere. Like Cars Land needs to just be at Disneyland. Like, you know what? That gives you reason to go yeah. to Disneyland. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if it was right. at the Which, studios, but then it wouldn't be as cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I like you can only see it at Disneyland. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Agree. No, I definitely agree. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, that, that was, that was it. Like I said, we, we, we loved it. Um, you know, like I know they're building the, the, the frozen land there. So, you know, it's kind of like when I went out to Disneyland for the first time a couple of years ago, I, like, ah, I don't know that I'm going to be back out there. And then of course I'm going here in January to run. <laughs> so like, you know, I, like, you know, now, now I probably, I don't know that I'll be back out in, out in, you know, France anytime soon, but uh, I do know our, our big trip, you know, for 2025 is probably going to be Japan. So, you know, that'll be the, that'll be the next, uh, you know, foray out into a, you know, an overseas Disney trip, you know, but um, uh, I, I, I think anyway, like if you're going to, like, if you're thinking about doing it, just go like spend some time in Paris and then and spend, spend a couple of days out there. Um, you'll, I, I think, I think two, two days, three days at the most, you'll, you'll get to hit things and you'll see a different um, thing similar, but, you know, but, but just different enough. So. Well, hey, it sounds like you had a great time, and your 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 tips have definitely helped us all out, and it's got me excited to get over there someday. So, like I said, I'm getting a passport, and I'm going to use that sucker. So, uh, but you know what, Japan, like yeah. William says, I I've always wanted to go to Tokyo and that you know that area because you know I've seen it on Amazing Race and you know, stuff like that. And I mean, it just to me again, somebody that's never traveled international other than just like on cruises to a couple islands in the Caribbean. It just looks like so futuristic, you know, like when you see Tokyo at night, yeah. it just looks like, oh my God, that's the future. It's like, it's so wild that, and then because of how, what I've learned from the parks over there with Tokyo Disney Sea and Tokyo Disneyland, I mean, the, the, the attention to detail on the theming and, you know, especially the attractions and just everything and how they celebrate the cultural differences in the parks, I think. Just has me so yeah. curious to get in there too. So I, what I like is what you said at the top of the call, right? Disney connection, but also the outside of Disney, larger cultural experience. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm all about that. Right. Well, thanks yeah, for the I call. Have to prove to people that I just don't go to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, hang in there and uh, go out there and win that bowl game and go undefeated and uh, claim a national championship. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Sounds good. All you right. guys take care. Have a good rest of your good Thanks, rest Justin. Of your weekend. You too, buddy. We'll see you at the races. All right. We'll see you later. Bye see bye. you guys. Yep. We'll be there. Okay. See, see you later. Bye bye. I love having friends like that. How cool. That's a great call. Yeah. I mean, Paris is on our radar, like 24 or maybe next year or 25. So excited to hear that recap because I want to do the same thing. Like, have Disneyland Paris be a part of that trip, but it's definitely not going to be the whole thing. It'd either be the first thing we do for like two days or the last thing for two days. Like Justin just did. He had the, like he had our trip planned out basically how we want to do it. And that's awesome. And I think that's, you know, is Disney fans. I think when you first jump in that you want to, again, 
He, he made lots of great points that really got me thinking on that call because, you know, as we're, as we're first Disney fans, we want to come home with a suitcase full of souvenirs, right? I mean, we want to make sure we come home with 17 t-shirts, three coffee mugs. And I mean, I think we all have done that, right? You know, your first couple of times, you just want to bring home as much Disney as possible. So every day of the week, you have a different mug. And then as you go, you know, over a decade or, you know, some of us have been going for, for multiple decades and we're very lucky but you just don't need all that stuff because it's just, you know, it accumulates. Right. And so you don't need it every time you got a rack. All of a sudden you look at your closet and 65% of your wardrobe is, you know, Disney shirts and stuff like that. So you got to, you, you're forced to cut back. But I, also I like that, that when you first go to Disney, like it, it's kind of that theme park resort time split, right? When you first go to Walt Disney world, for example, when you're, when you're new, it's like you want it to be a 95% theme park time, five. The only time you want to be at your resorts to sleep. And now, like where you and I are, we talk about this all the time. Like if it's not at least a 50-50 split, like we're doing it wrong. And most of the time, it's like a it's probably like a 30-70 like theme park resort time split. And we're totally cool with that. Like we have a, that that's a good split for us, but it's different for everybody. And I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like you and Justin know on the merchandise. Like I I love my merchandise and I, I spread it out though. Like I come back, I was talking about the Riviera shop earlier. Like I love buying Disney art and just hanging it on my walls in my house. Or I like buying certain seasons. Like I like buying like Halloween stuff. So I bring it out during Halloween and then I put it away and then the new season comes and now we got our, our Disney Christmas stuff. So I I like to splash into all the areas of merchandise and I'm always coming home with stuff. Cause I just love to decorate our house with Disney merchandise, but that's just kind of how I roll. Well, I think art makes, makes sense, right? Because art's something that's not like, you know, I'm not saying clutter, but something that you bring home and then you're like, you know, a month later, you're like, what am I going to do with this? Cause you know what I mean? Like mugs are a great example, right? I think a lot of people bring home mugs and they're great at the time but they take up a lot of space after a while when you start bring, I mean, we have, you would love, so, to, see it. You would love to see our cabinet. We have so, no, you should see mine too. I mean, cause we have so many mugs. And so, you know, we have to like, I had to put them down my bottom shelf behind me is all mugs because they were falling out upstairs. But I, I also don't want to get rid of them because like a couple of those mugs, one is a refillable mug that says Disney's Port Orleans French quarter. One says Disney's Polynesian resort from way back in the day when each resort had their own refillable mug. I mean, I'm not getting rid of those, but I mean, they're also super small. Like there's no way I'm going to use it because it hardly holds any liquid. They're so tiny. It, yeah. So weird. those mugs, yeah, we don't, we've actually donated a lot of those to, to, to charities and stuff. Cause yeah. Cause we used to buy those resort mugs all the time. Now we buy like the coffee mugs. Like, so we have like all the Starbucks mugs for every state and city we've been to and all that. And yeah, that's what I was talking about. I used to see my, our cabinet is just insane, but I, but I still like the clothes too though. Like, I mean, you guys are saying like, you don't buy the shirts. I don't buy t-shirts. You know that I don't wear t-shirts, yeah. but I love getting like, we talked about the resort merchandise. I have a contemporary polo. I have a boardwalk polo. I have a Riviera, but like, I just love buying like all these different like Disney polos and then I can wear them to work too. Or I can wear them on the golf course and stuff like that. So I do get a lot of use out of that. So I, I'm just, I'm just always guilty. Like on Alani, I came back with Alani new golf shirt. Like I just always am buying golf shirts at Disney on every Disney trip, basically, because it, I like, I like to dress that way. And William's right. Like, I think he said half of his wardrobe is like Disney shirts. I feel the same way. 
I mean, well, I mean, you, you guys know because you see me because, uh, you know, we're, we do five shows a week. If you do, the, if you watch a Patreon, if, if, if four, if you don't, I mean, you see, I'm always in either Mizzou stuff. And the, I'll be honest, the reason I'm in Mizzou stuff all the time, I got 90 percent of this stuff for free because when Paige was on staff with Mizzou, she just brought home everything that the coaching staff got, like because they're sponsored by Nike. So she brought home all the gear. I got the coaches gear for two years. So all that stuff that I have is what the sideline gear I got the tennis. I got the Nike shoes. I got the Nike. Hat. I got seven different kinds of stocking caps. I got the Nike sweatpants. The athletic. I got 10 different kinds of sweatpants. I got all the sweatshirts. I got tights and undershirts and I got everything the coaches have. So I'm stocked. And I mean, the deal is I never leave the house. I mean, I, I do the show and I don't ever go anywhere. So this is this is the only time I interact with people is right here. And so you see me in Mizzou stuff, you see me in Disney stuff. If I had a reason to go out, I'd put on a collared shirt that would be like a golf shirt. But I ever since 2017, I have no reason, you know. So and I and I get it too. And I see Justin commented like when he goes to Alani, he'll be buying a bunch of stuff, and that's kind of how I was too because it was new. And and honestly, I didn't I didn't spend as much as I thought I would in Alani. Kind of like what you were with Disneyland Paris. Like I had this like budget in mind. And like, oh my God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I even told you, Mike, before the trip, like, I'm gonna have to pack an empty suitcase because I'm gonna come back with so much stuff. And I wasn't even close to that, you know. But, um, but yeah, like you see, I got an art piece behind me that I had, I need to hang up. But, you know, I just but see that's bought, cool because like, every time, every time you see that, it's gonna bring back a memory like that. That's yeah. epic. This right? was awesome too. I hadn't even, I didn't even talk about this on the trip before, but uh, the artist was there, so he signed it for us. So we got, got to meet with him. He took a photo with us. I think he posted it on his Instagram with him, like signing our our piece you know it, it was super cool but um yeah but like so that's what i tried to do now is try to find more unique things at like at walt disney world yeah i'm not buying a walt disney world t-shirt you know like kind of like what you're saying like you've done that so many times right but if i can find something new to like a resort or or if it's like tied to like a season like a like a festival of the arts thing or something that i think is really cool like I'll, I'll buy that stuff now but like it's just my my style has kind of changed, I guess, from the like 10 years ago when I was buying no, merchandise. Agree. Cause I used to would have bought something that said like illuminations, but like, I'm mm. not into that like anymore. I don't know. Like I, you know, the last like cool thing I bought, you know, I think that was nice. You were with me. Like I'm really into just like the Mickey ringer tees for a while. I like those just Mickey mouse on them. Those are cool. I like yeah. those in the summer, but also yeah, you like do just, love your ringer. Tees, I, do. Yeah. Okay, I like those in summer. There's the classic Mickey mouse. That's all they are in ringer tees. But, um, Remember we got that black. It was like a Nike black, just just kind of a black oh, athletic kind of long over, sleeve yeah. like polo shirt. And I mean that's just because that's something you could wear like the church or wear to work or you know around the house or whatever. But here, like here's the mug I'm talking about here on the video feed. I mean like this one. Remember when every resort had this mug, like and it had the name of the resort. I mean this that was probably, before my time. Okay, this was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Every resort had their own mug that looked like this. There's one that says French Quarter. Like I'm not getting rid of this thing. But literally, this thing holds like no lick. It's so small. Like you would get, you go to the soda machine and be like, and be like, empty. It's like a dick. You didn't have to worry about the rapid refill system. You didn't have to worry about that, but it was ridiculous. It was so small. But I mean, you know, again, these things are, I mean, it holds no, it doesn't hold much drink, but it's huge. I mean, this thing is big and you can't take it in your car because this thing ain't going to sit in your hole, you know, in your Jeep because this big old handle, but it's, you know, it's a memory. It's, it's a bygone era. So what do you do with it? You stick it on another souvenir you get every year too. 
it's kind of pricey. You don't really think about it at the time. Are those run Disney medals? <laughs> That's true. Those are a little pricey souvenirs you come home with. Those are. But th- again, those are something you can hang on the wall, though. I, so they don't take up great. a lot of space. I, the, the, that's I kind like of how those. they do it. And they have a story behind them. Like, that's what, like, your yeah. art. Because every one of your art pieces kind of has a story, right? It's a stay. Exactly. It's a trip. That's why like, I do like run Disney medals. Because every one of them has some kind of a story. Exactly. There's... There's a story about we talk about how even when they're banged up a little bit, you know, that, I, yes. that's kind of part of the story. But then, like, he he knows I'm going to bash him on this, but that's fine. Like, but Joe, like, I don't understand. He just throws them in a drawer. I'm like, man, like, put those things on display. You worked hard for that stuff, you know. Joe Ficus or Joe Lazo? Yeah, Joe Ficus. Yeah, he just throws them in a drawer, <laughs> like a like a like a junk drawer. I'm like, man, no. Like, I love to display those medals. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't like bow down to my medals or anything, but I do hang them up. So I see them like when I come down every morning, you know, I do want to eventually move them in here. But, but the thing is, like, you you to a certain point, like you do kind of have to put them somewhere. Right. Because like or else it's just going to fall off the wall or gonna, your whole house is going to be metal racks. So I do what I do now. I just interchange them um, but depending on the season. So like all my marathon medals are kind of hanging right now because marathon weekends coming up. Then I'll change them to my princess one. So I just kind of change them throughout the year, depending on the season. And then sometimes I'll just put like my, my favorite ones out. That's all I have to do. So I got dopey from last year hanging right there. So I'll have to do a little rotation. But hey, I mean, I love talking about this stuff because it is kind of the journey of the Disney fan, right? I mean, we all like, I mean, Justin called in and talked to international parks. We got to talk Disney Cruise Line, Alaska, surprising your kids at Christmas. I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, we talked a little shopping, best stores at Walt Disney World and getting ready for uh, another race weekend. Holy cow. And give kids the world. Don't forget, if you can, I mean, it's the holiday season. Anytime you can donate is great, but just think about those families. Um, if you can give a little to give kids the world, that would be awesome this holiday season. That's right. It's uh, gktw.org. If you want to go to their website, you can donate there anytime. And, uh, you know, also if you're in the Central Florida area, you're going down for a trip, do a shift. Um, cause now, you know, we're, everybody that kind of signed up and volunteered with us in September, I think he got on that email list and, uh, we see that they need volunteers all the time and volunteer there is fun. I mean, sometimes you get to serve breakfast or lunch and sometimes you get to, uh, drive the train. They have like a little train set. Sometimes you get to help people on other little rides they have around the village. Sometimes you get to escort families to their villas. Uh, just all kinds of fun stuff. It's it's not necessarily like grunt work. A lot of times you are on the front line interacting with the families and getting to make the magic. So uh, give it a shot. I mean, we really um, got to got to have a really positive experience with our volunteer time down there in September. So I'd encourage you. It, it really kind of is what the season's all about. So if you can, sure. do it. All right. So, Scotty, I know that you're uh, flying, uh, having, it's UNM this week. So hopefully you guys have it's- a great week. Single dad life this week. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a sitcom. So like when Elizabeth left, like, cause our house looks so cozy right now with the tree and the fire and the stocking. Your house does like, always oh. look cozy. I'll say and that. And it's so super clean right now. And like, she just started this new candle. It smells like Christmas in our house. So when she left for the airport today, I, I told her like, I can't promise it's going <laughs> to smell as Christmassy as it does right now, but I will do my best. Uh, so that's the uh, goal. Bath and body work. So I, is that where you get? So candles? I have a reminder to set that same candle like Thursday night, just to like bring some new set into the house. So hopefully, I can bring the house exactly how it was when she left. Here's a secret. Pam got. Pam always throws these things in here. Plugins. It's a little thing you plug into your pl- outlet. <laughs> I'm not gonna use a plugin, but Dude, yeah, I got they it. are they are potent because there's one in here right now. This thing. <laughs> 
potent because when you close the door, man, is it smells like like I mean like elf it's like <laughs> farted in here because it's so strong. It oh is so Christmassy in here right now because this thing yeah. I don't know what it, it must be on full blast. She plugged this thing in this afternoon. I had Santa <laughs> Santa came in here and sprayed it down, man. It is so Christmassy oh in here. I'm almost, I'm almost Christmas drunk. It, it's crazy. I'm looking at it right now. Thing is like I don't know. It's 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 going. Anyway, we had a good time tonight. Thanks for the calls. We have great shows this week. Again, Monday show, which if you're listening live is coming out here in less than an hour. We're taking you. It's us two again. So you're going to get more of us. We're taking you to Hawaii with part one of Scott's trip out to Alani for his 40th birthday. It's probably going to end up being a three-part show. I say it's a two-part show, but it's probably going to be three. Um, just good time. I mean, we have a good time talking about the logistics of getting there, how the part, uh, how the uh, trip came together. The resort stay, the entertainment, the dining around Alani, the resort room review, yeah. stuff like that, Scott. So, I mean, real quick, anything yeah, else? Yeah, that, that was basically it. We really focused on the the pools, the dining, the logistics, the ocean. <laughs> um, we didn't really talk about the characters and the um, like the activities you can do. So I think we're going to kind of dive into that, not to tease it, but for next round. But give you a good general idea of like, how awesome Alani is. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of keep this going this winter, I think, and share a couple more episodes about it. Absolutely. So Wednesday we'll have listener questions. I forget that I just don't give the email address very often. If you want to email a question in, so it's Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Please email questions. That would be awesome. Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put listener question in the heading, drop it in. We'll get right to it on the show. So that'll be for Wednesday. We record those on Mondays though. So get them in right away if you can. And then on Friday, we'll all be together for a topical show. So join us for that as well. Don't forget, you can follow us on the social media. Scott's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. I'm at BR Guest Mike and all the social media locations. We are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan that next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. So just swing by the website this week over at themagicforless.com. No cost to you. Absolutely free. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this holiday season. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys are awesome. You guys make it possible. So Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Get that bonus show. It's Mike in the Midwest. Just $5 a month for all of our shows. We appreciate your support. Come on over. Also, next Sunday night, we'll have another live show. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. Join us unless you are a spammer then do something else with your life. Quit bugging us. But we're going to have a good time with our podcast community because we have the best. We have a good time. And we're getting you ready for Christmas, for New Year's, for all the bowl games, and for Marathon Weekend. This month is going to fly by, but we're going to take that hour and just have a good time getting together, talking Disney as we do on Sunday nights. So we're going to get out of here. Wish you a great week. We'll be back together with uh, a little aloha talk here shortly. So for Scott up in Michigan, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys have a great night. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon. Christmas from all of us here at Magic on Mouse Radio.